It's said that we are shaped by the times we live in and the troubles they bring. In our story, Jimmy Nolan will find out it's what we do that matters, especially when your entire life depends on it. Apartment F Productions presents Friends for Life. I wish I wasn't soaked. I wish I'd found some shoes to put on. It's cold in this car. I should probably turn on the heater. I wish she was up. I just want to get this over. Then that'll be that. I'll be done with her once and for all. Man, what a nightmare. It's like the fire didn't happen. Maybe someone got them out. Maybe they're okay. Fucking get out now! For Christ's sake, Riley, I'm trying to sleep. We're on fire, asshole! Get up! Get out of here! Pronto! You're fucking with me, right? Where's Bernie? He's in on this, right? Joke, man. Smell the smoke? Oh, shit, yeah. Where? The old man's place. Now come on, there's no time. Get up, now! I don't know why Riley bothered to wake me. No one would miss me except maybe Mom. Just as easy to burn up here as it would be to burn up in Nam. I should probably just roll back over into that dream with Maggie. They're so happy. I can feel her warm, moist hands on me. Her eyes big and glassy. All teared up with love for me. I didn't want it to end. Ever. But it doesn't get back to sleep when your heart's pounding like a pile driver. Suddenly, the skinny girl with a face covered in zits that Riley brought home last night was standing there in my door in nothing but a Mexican blanket and tennis shoes. I didn't know her. Oh, my purse! Where is my purse? Look in the kitchen. It was there last night. It's full of smoke! The kitchen, the whole place! I gotta get out of here! What are you doing? We're gonna die in here! Okay, okay, go on. I need... Find some underwear. She ran right into the smoke. She isn't my type. Riley probably found her beautiful. Finds all girls beautiful. Maybe I should be more like that. Here for my friends, for my sister. I get sick of what people expect from me. Maybe I was just born in the wrong era. All this peace and free love. It's not for me. Oh, the sex would be great, but I'm not going to be caught dead wearing a shell necklace and embroidered bell bottoms. The heat was intense. I could barely see. I pulled on what I could and grabbed my dad's camera and the paperweight Maggie gave me. I didn't even think of Mr. W and Lucy until I was out the door and into the rain. It was like a fucking hurricane. By then, there were already flames coming out of his windows. Mr. W, fire! You gotta get out of there! The fucking door handle burned my hand, so I picked up the flower pot we used for seeds and threw it through the window. Flames leapt out at me. What the fuck did I do? 
I first saw Mr. W coming up the back stairs of our apartment that me and my old high school buddy Riley were sharing. The second summer semester just started and we just moved in. Riley had been in Istanbul smoking up the dough he got when his father died. That bastard has a high draft number. We both needed a place. My sister would have considered it a dump, but we didn't care. It was really cheap. The toilet worked, the shower drained. There was a big pecan tree out back. We had a view of the Capitol and the tower. That's easy, the best place I've ever had. I saw our neighbor today. It was this old guy in a seersucker coat and a Stetson. I figured we were busted and nearly shit a brick. How old? Old, old. Grandfather old. <laughs> and he wasn't a narc. Get real, Nolan. How do you know? <laughs> Narcs aren't old. They look like us, you idiot. What about Sarge? What about him? That SOB is going to throw us out of here. Or report us. You want us to get popped? Look at Smitty and Julie. Their manager got them busted. You can't be stupid. Nolan, don't be paranoid. Man, we've been partying like there's no tomorrow. And have you seen the fuzz? No, not even a courtesy call despite the old lady next door or your old narc. And speaking of parties, I heard Randy and his girlfriend are bringing tie sticks and tabs from Houston next couple of days. Be prepared. Don't get all uptight. I spent the next week staring at my chemistry homework, trying to figure out how the fuck I could salvage a C. Trying to figure out how to pay September's rent. I thought maybe my sister would lend me more money. So I called her out in California. Collect. She's living off her boyfriend who graduated in math and got a job getting rich making bombs and surfing. I'll pay you back, I promise. How? He's testing paparazzi? Very funny. I apply for a job. Where at? H-E-B. I was only stretching the truth because I've been meaning to. I heard they need baggers and I'm applying for a student loan. Didn't you flunk out? It's just temporary. I'm on probation. You're gonna call mom if I don't, aren't you? I won't. I promise. <sighs> Liar. Ugh. Leave her alone. She can't afford it. God, you're damn lucky. Dad wouldn't have wanted to see your ass in numb. She wired $200. <laughs> that was a load off. I was feeling good, so I decided to see if Maggie wanted a pizza or something. I was happy. The moon was out. It was a muggy summer smell. There were lightning bugs in the oaks. I love that night sound of bugs and frogs. Reminds me of my old neighborhood. What's up, Pam? Is uh, Maggie here? Maggie, it's that Cretan you used to date. I can't let you in. Really? Yes, really. And no, you're not coming in under no circumstances. I know. I know. I sat on her step for a while. I didn't mind. I had this feeling a new resolve. I was going to be disciplined. Never skip. Make my grades. Make some money. I was going to make something in my life. 
What do you want, Nolan? Your hair is nice. I like it up like that. I told you not to bother me. <laughs> Come on, Mag. I just want to say hello. I'm serious. I know, I know, but look, I thought maybe we could get a pizza. Oh, bye. My sister. You're she... stoned. Not really. Just a little. I'm not asking a lot. Go home. Come on, Meg. Have a heart. It's over, Nolan. You have no real feelings for me. You don't care about anyone but you. Good night. That's not true. I do have real feelings. I wasn't in any frame of mind to study. And I never made it to the AHEB. I spent a lot of time sitting by the window getting wasted. I started watching the old man come and go. He wasn't a narc, Riley was right. This old guy was regular as clockwork. He drove off in the morning, shopped in the afternoon. He kept this old valiant clean as new. Every weekend he wore an apron and hung clothes on the line. Every night you could smell his cooking and hear TV. It was always the same. Boring. I don't want to live like that. I want to be free. I want Maggie and me to live in the country. We'll have a ranch and a truck and grow food. We'll go down to the river to swim. We'll have all the money we need. Which won't be much. Just enough to pay back my sister and send some to mom. I skipped too many classes. I needed to cram for the final and then Riley started selling lids so we always had company. It was a serious bummer when I saw the grades. That bitch Haywood failed me. I know it's my fault, but I'd have to get a job. Probably get drafted. Probably get killed or become a head case. If only I could have talked to her. I, I tried to track her down. The office said she was gone for the summer. I knew then I was screwed. Ever notice how everything seems normal when it's not? Just like now. That's how it was that day. The mall was just the same. The buildings were still made of limestone. The Carillion still rang every quarter hour. All the other kids were busy going to class, rapping in the shade, holding hands. They belonged. They had things. They were part of the world. I was just a ghost. And nothing. I walked over to the Orange Bull. I go sometimes because she might be there. That's where we met. Bernie and I were drinking beers. Hard to believe that it was just a few months ago. I was killing him at air hockey. Maggie came in with her girlfriends. She put down a quarter to play for the table. She was really cocky. She wanted it for her friends. I thought it was funny until she completely slaughtered me. So I took her picture. I didn't ask. I just took it. Why would anyone do that? To remember? No, stupid. It's rude. It's rude to take someone's picture without asking first. I know. And you just do it anyway? Like some jerk? No, it's, it's not that. I just do it. It's uh, my dad's camera. He got it in Germany. 
helps me remember him because I forget. It's as if the things that happened didn't happen. And the people who were there weren't there. It even helps when I don't have film. You're telling me you take pictures without film? That's crazy. I guess, but I do have a lot. I mean, I have taken a lot of pictures. Can I see some? Sure. It's just that they are at my apartment. You can come by anytime. I wasn't hustling or anything. She came over that night. It was all her idea. <laughs> I know that's how it was. I have that air hockey picture. Had. I thought a lot about the first time Maggie and me met, and I got pretty drunk. I walk home from the Orange Bowl. It's a long walk. I was sober when I started up the back stairs. The old man's light was on. I could see him through the screen door. He was sitting up at his kitchen table in his socks and underwear. He had the kind of socks that come halfway up your knees and an old man's ribbed undershirt. He was slumped over. His hands were at his sides. He was way too personal. He could have been dead right there in front of me. Then he snorted and sat up. I think he looked right at me. I didn't even breathe. Then he got it from the table, turned off the light, and went back into his apartment. It really bothered me. I kept thinking what it would be like to die like that. Found dead in some dump by somebody like me. I didn't even know his name. He should have been with people that loved him. Held his hand. Talked about the kids and growing up. Not somebody like me. A complete punk who would probably just end up dying in some jungle. Felt like a horribly lonely way to die. The next afternoon I waited for him. He drove up with his groceries. Right on the button. Don't worry, she's friendly. Come here, puppy. What's your name? It's Saigon. Well, Saigon, aren't you precious? Goodness, what happened to her? She got blinded. We don't know when. It was like that when we got her. Oh, poor thing. Oh, she likes this. Don't you, precious? You got her sweet spot. Well, I've got a soft spot for dogs. Always have. They love to get their tummies rubbed. You need some help with your bags? Here, let me carry them up. I might have kind of you, young man. Uh, it's, it's not necessary. I'm fine. I don't want to offend. I just thought you might need a hand. Oh, no offense taken. Uh, I just, just don't want to impose. Uh, but I could use the help. I'm happy to help. Okay, how about a how about a cold Coca-Cola? 
No, no, I, I'm fine. I should get going. I got this homework. You sure? At least I can do. I don't like people doing something for nothing. Well, all right. I guess I got a minute. Coke sounds good. Good. One ice cold Coca-Cola coming up. Have a seat. Make seven home. To be honest, uh, I'm glad for a little company. It uh, gets kind of lonely over here at times. How about a toast? Sure. Okay, uh, let's see. How about uh, to what life has to offer? To what life has to offer. You sound like a young man hoping for better. Better is better, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Cigarette? Uh, no, sir, no. I better not. Good for you. They're going to bury me with a cigarette in my mouth. Just hope they have my brand in heaven. You won't have to worry about cancer. <laughs> I'm counting on it. You know, I, I saw you last night. You were slumped over on the table. You look kind of dead. Freak me out. I don't even know your name. No, I, I'm not dead yet. Didn't mean to scare you. But it is good to know you. To have a neighbor looking out for you. So you talk to him? Your own narc? Yep. Let me head to that. Yep. <laughs> His name is Why Catches Something Itch? <laughs> or something like that. He said to call Mr. W. Good to know. He asked where we were from and what we studied. I, I was telling them about us when a lady called for him from the back bedroom. I think she was sick. <laughs> you said what? Do me a favor. Don't talk about me. I just said we grew up in Houston. Nobody's business where we grew up. Okay, lighten up. I don't want to argue, but cared less if he was pissed. We're friends and all, but you can't tell him anything. Nothing about dope, nothing about bands, nothing about war, nothing about nothing. It's annoying. Doesn't help that he knows all the lyrics and band members, or that he knows which mushroom is magic and which is death, or that he can rattle off the generals who screwed up at Yen Bin Fu, or why Nixon will win again. I just wasn't going to argue about it. When the letter from the register arrived, I didn't open it. I knew what it said. I was out of my ass. If I wanted back, I'd have to see an advisor who was going to tell me to go to night school or take a correspondence course so I could raise my GPA. It also meant I wasn't going to get a loan, so I needed a job right away. After a week, I called for an appointment. I got there early and went to the union to get good and caffeinated. I was looking for a table when I saw Jenny, Maggie's other roommate, with her nose in a book at a window table. She had always been friendly. Ah, it is an old Nolan in his pretty face. Still walking the earth? For the time being. You're looking mighty cute. <laughs> That's good to see you're as insufferable as ever. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. And you're perfectly insufferable. <laughs> What's been happening? Oh, sorry, but I mean, I can't rap. 
Nothing personal. Got a quiz in an hour. No problemo. Just say hi to everyone for me. Nolan? Yeah? Uh, you should know. She has a new friend. You okay? How long? A few weeks. A month, maybe. I didn't know. Oh, come on, Nolan. I think you did. Well, I didn't, but thanks. See you, Jen. Jen? Will you tell her something for me? It pissed me off. Jen could have had good news. Maybe I would have seen that advisor. Maybe she would have given me a second chance. But it wasn't. I just went home and got stoned and slept. I was in no mood for anyone. But just as I started up the stairs, Mr. W pulled up. Hey, Nolan. Yes, sir. I got some boxes. Wonder, can you give me a hand? I was gonna. Well, all right, let's do it. They're gonna be heavy. Want them in the kitchen? Yeah, just put them anywhere. Something wrong? Just put them on the table. Let's have a cold one, okay? All right. Ah, take a seat. Here. I think you need a beer. You been getting enough sleep? You're looking pretty rough around the ears. Been kind of rough lately. It's been oh. rough for a couple months. How so? I'm broke. My girlfriend dumped me. And... I'm about to flunk out and probably get drafted. <laughs> well, at least it's nothing serious. My old man used to tell me everyone has to piss for themselves. But then my old man was a hard ass. Got another man, I, I want to show you something. Here, now take a look at this. What is it? They're poems. The whole box? That's just one box. All these boxes are hers. A lifetime's worth. She was the poet laureate. She found a Texas poetry day. Boot? Boot? Excuse me for a minute, will you? Sorry about that, son. Your wife? No, never was. Never would be. Spook. That's what they called me in the fifth grade. You knew her in fifth grade? Yep. Ever since we was kids back in Longview. 
Her family moved from Chicago. Daddy was a lawyer. My people were cotton farmers. My mama didn't approve. She's not our kind, she would say. Mama was right about that. Lucy was different. She read all kinds of books. She played the piano, put on plays. She just wanted to be famous. And I was in love with her even then. I would tell her and she would just laugh and say she couldn't be in love with me because she wasn't going to stay in Longview. She would tell me, you can always tag along. We are friends. And that's all it ever was. My girlfriend was like that. He had to be a big wheel. Yeah, sometimes the interesting ones are like that. It's cruel, don't you think? But it didn't stop me from being in love with her. Yeah, take the box. Let me know what you think about the poems. She was a big deal, you know. So what's your girlfriend like? She wants to be a journalist. Is she pretty? You miss her? Yeah. Some. That's how it was with me and Lucy. She didn't stay long in Longview. Found a way out at 16. Married a man 20 years older and he moved them to Boston. Turned out he was a mean drunk. Their marriage didn't last more than three years. He drowned. It was in all the papers. Rumor, rumor was suicide. Suicide? Yeah, suicide. I can tell you, it really takes it out of the people left behind. One thing, sure, it's no fix for your problems. But it was just a rumor. It was a nasty thing to say if it wasn't true. Was it? <laughs> she never told me. But then, I never asked. Maybe I should have. Listen to me, son. Uh, I know you got trouble. I don't need to tell you. It's no picnic. I remember how tough it was to be figuring out your life. What I'm trying to say is... Uh, if you ever feel like talking to someone too old to pass judgment, just knock. My hearing is still pretty good. Thank you, sir. I'll think about it. You do that, son. I've made my mistakes. I can tell you a stupid mistake can stick on you a long time. I thought a lot about what he said. I almost went over to talk to him a couple of times before the last time but what he said got me going. I borrowed $60 from Bernie for my October rent and my correspondence course. I got a job at the HEB. I worked the swing shift with weekends on Monday and Tuesday. Don't get home till two. My days and nights have been all mixed up. I have to reef out to get to sleep. It sucks. It's like living on another planet with nobody around. <laughs> I've been pretty weird. You can only talk to yourself for so long before your thoughts drift off into space. I was working all the time. Hardly saw Mr. W. He was always friendly. He never mentioned the poems. I knew he wanted them back. I kept them for too long. I figured I'd better get it over with. Now that everything's burned up, it's, it's like it's fate or something. Stranger, haven't seen you around much. Got a job. I'm working that swing shift. Uh, things looking up for you now? I want to return the poems. 
Come on in. Let's have a beer. Yeah, sure. I could use some breakfast. Did you read them? Most of them. Well, what'd you think? She was telling, wasn't she? Yes, yes, she was. I'm glad you think so. Means the world to me that you could read them. Some of them never been published. So many talents. There's something else I want to show you. Be right back. I'm showing the board the picture. Here, take a look at this. That's a picture of us uh, before the war. We must have been 20. There's that Stetson. And not the same one, of course. We took that shot after her husband died. She was back in Longview, staying with her parents. Looks happy, doesn't she? But she wasn't. She was so damn depressed I could hardly bear. She would say, I want to die. There's nothing to live for. And I'd offer the, the most unconvincing arguments about being alive, but still, I, I got her to do things. We played cards, we, we swam in the river. We even took a trip to Dallas to see the ballet. We shared a room, and I asked her to marry me. Know what she said? I'll never forget. I love you dearly, Spook. You're my friend for life. I can always count on you. And it was at that point I, I knew my life would always be linked to hers. It was my fate to have her in my life, but to never be in hers. Gives you something to think about, don't it? That's pretty sad, Mr. W. I'll tell you something, uh, you can get used to being sad. It was that way for a long time after she left. She went back east and never came back. That's when she became a poet and got her first book of poems published. I have it here if you'd like to see it. Uh, later, maybe. Why didn't you go to Boston? Uh, she married again. Journalist this time. He was her true love. They traveled all over, Europe, South Africa, Siam, Japan. I all but lost touch with him until the journalist died of a fever in Havana. Back then you could go to Havana. But, but I must be boring you. No, sir. But can I offer you some advice? At some point, you got to get on with it. How do you mean? I mean, there's a time when you just have to get unstuck. I got my education, made some money, moved here. But never married? Like I say, no one else seemed right. Besides, she married number three. No shit, three? Yeah, she needed this one. He was a cattle rancher, married him for money. He moved her to Amarillo and they had a daughter. It was a nasty marriage. 
Nobody was going to dictate to Lucy, and she was never cut out to raise kids. Wasn't long, he set her up in his Dallas mansion in exchange for the custody. What happened to her daughter? Well, I, I'll get to that. Lucy loved being in that mansion. She lived in grand style, had everything she wanted. Held these salons, and hobnob with artists and high roller politicians. I visited Dallas once. These weren't my kind of people. That's when she started Texas Poetry Day. I got pictures of her with the governor. Then number three died and everything went to their daughter. She didn't care a thing for her mother. Couldn't blame her. She didn't like her much either. So that little girl sold the mansion out from under Lucy and left her with nothing. Her friends got her a teaching job here in Austin. And it's quite a letdown for her. By then, I owned this building and let her have the apartment downstairs. Only a couple months after that, and she had the stroke. She was in the hospital for a month. And now she can't walk or sit up. She can barely talk. Has to be fed. And there's a lot of pain. Since she had no money, I moved her here. It's been 10 years. Insurance is long gone, and I paid for all the doctors. Bills piled up. I had to sell a building. I'd hoped to sell her poems. I know she's grateful. Maybe she even loves me. There's never been anyone else for me, but it's not quite the same as sharing a life. I guess if I had to do it over, I'd have known that at some point you're just no longer young and you won't be left with much. When it comes to that, you, you have to be satisfied with what's left and keep going. That's how we all end up. What's left of them now? A pile of wet ashes? Shit, he was nice to me. He was a good guy. Why would he mess his life up like that? Maybe they got out, but they must still be in there. How could things be that fucked up? I don't know, maybe I could have done something, but the fire was everywhere. I couldn't have gone in. Maybe I should have. But I was getting drenched, so I ran around to the Valiant to get out of the rain. Here's the fucking weird thing. Riley's girl was in the back seat. What are you doing here? Where's Riley? I don't know. He left. He left me here. Asshole. I was getting soaked and the door was unlocked and I got in. Uh, I almost died. I'm just so stupid. Why did I come here? Shut up. You're okay now. It's not okay. I could have died. But they are still in there. I'm soaked. Mr. W in. He's in. I want to go home. Fucking hell. The keys are here. I could drive you home. Stop yelling at me. Where do you live? Jester. Stop crying, we're going. We didn't have anything more to say. I just left her at her dorm. I think she got in okay. And I drove here. Maybe he's not so smart. I'm gonna return her damn paperweight. Maybe get a photo.
I know I haven't got a snowball chance with Maggie. Not a chance in hell. I don't know exactly what I'm going to say. But I know this. I'm not going to be a bummer and waste my life hoping to live some damn dream. Not like Mr. W. cast of Friends for Life included Troy Armand Barboza as Nolan, Tom Cagle as Riley, Shannon Holt as Riley's girl, Nolan's sister, Jenny and Lucy, Alicia Papanek as Pam, Julie Woodhead as Maggie, and Herbert Long as Mr. W. Original music was by Jeffrey Howell. The play was adapted by Tim Hansen and Kenny Meyer from a short story by Kenny Meyer. Friends for Life was produced in Los Angeles during the 2020 COVID pandemic while we were all required to stay at home. This has been an Apartment F production. <laughs>